Let's get it. What's up? What's up, Bryce? How you doing, my guy? Good, my guy. How you doing? I'm good, bro. It's been a minute. I'm glad you're doing well. Today, we are ranking our top five Eastern Conference teams going into next year. There's also a little piece of Donovan Mitchell news involved with yet again the New York Knicks. I feel like this saga has never ended. It's starting to feel like Kevin Durant-ish, although I'm glad that shit finally ended. But I'm going to start off, kick this whole thing off by giving my number five team going into the East. I'm going to let Bryce give his, and then we'll go back and forth from there. So my number five team from the East going into next year is the Miami Heat because of Jimmy Butler, a.k.a. Hemi Butler. I think this is the year where he does it in the regular season. He not only performs in the playoffs, but he does it in the regular season this year. So, Bryce, who is your number five Eastern Conference team going into next year? Oh, we have the same number five. I have Miami. I probably would have had them higher if they would have kept P.J. Tucker, but right now I have them at five for sure. Absolutely the same reasoning, too, because I felt bad for like sliding them all the way down to number five after winning the East in the regular season last year, they were the number one seed. But, man, losing P.J. is massive. And I I get Tyler Hero could excel and, you know, have a leap next year. I just don't see much offensive help outside of Victor Oladipo and Tyler Hero to Jimmy Butler going into next year. So I think their offense is going to be stagnant again. But my number four team is kind of a surprise, but I got the Chicago Bulls. I'm really high on them with Lonzo Ball and Alex Crusoe coming back fully healthy. With them, the first half of last year, they were a top three, top four seed in the East. So I, I really can't wait to see Chicago next year. Who's your number four, Bryce? So for Chicago, I don't have them on this list, but they are my number 16. But my number four team is the Brooklyn Nets. KD and Kyrie coming back next year. I can see them even being higher on this list. Mm-hmm. But right now, I have them at four because there's a lot of question marks on if – um your boy Ben Simmons is going to perform this year. But with Seth Curry and um, Joe Harris, they're going to have a squad next year. Yeah, they're going to have some snipers for sure. And I I love how my number four wasn't on your list because this may come as shocking. Brooklyn Nets are nowhere on my top five. Oh, That is is because I feel this is a similar team that got swept in the first round, was the only team to get swept in the entire playoffs last year. And Ben Simmons coming off a year layoff and a back injury does not change that for me. Yes, they get TJ Warren and Royce O'Neal, but they did lose Bruce Brown. So I'm just not that high on them. I understand what everyone is. I mean, Kyrie, Ben Simmons, and KD, how can you not be? Well, I am. So, I, Bryce, I, I completely get where you're coming from. Number four, I completely understand that, bro. So I'm, I'm kind of low on them too. Sorry, Nets fans, if you're watching this. My number three is the Philadelphia 76ers with James Harden taking a pay cut, adding DeAnthony Melton. P.J. Tucker, Bryce, a guy you just mentioned, that was huge for them. So, Joel Embiid is going to be another MVP candidate this year. Who is your number three, bro? For my number three team, I have the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, Chris Milton coming back from an injury is questionable. So, I want to see this team excel like they did a couple years ago when they won the the championship. But right now, I have them at um, number three. They really didn't make no major moves during mm-hmm. free agency, so um, I'm going to have them at number three, but they can potentially be one or two. So my my top three is they could – you could move them however way Interchangeable. You want. Yeah. yeah. I understand that, dude. The East is so deep this year. That's why I, I had to get us to rank it because I think it's super fun to do. 
I'm going to get into my number two. This is a team that's fresh off a of finals appearance. I'm going to Boston Celtics, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, adding Malcolm Brogdon to that mix. I think Boston can really make some noise next year. Although they're not my number one team, they are the reigning and defending Eastern Conference champions. I can't wait to see what Boston does. Who do you got at number two? We have the same exact one once again. Hey, let's get it. Let's get it. <laughs> Boston Celtics um, with Mark Williams um, coming from a coming back from an injury that he played played with during the finals. I can see them being number two or one. They could even win the championship next year, honestly. But absolutely, yeah, yeah, they're contending yet again next year. I think the top of the East is really between three teams, like, like we said. So it's going to be super interesting. My number one team in all the lands, a team you already mentioned, Milwaukee Bucks. I think with Chris Middleton back, they're going to be right back in contention for an NBA championship. Many Bucks fans argue that they should have been there last year if they had Chris Middleton in that Boston series, that they would have taken care of the Celtics. But Giannis, I think, has another – MVPS season, along with possibly winning Defensive Player of the Year, Giannis is just at an all-time high right now. I really believe in Milwaukee. Yeah, Milwaukee. Giannis has been killing in the Absolutely. FIBA. Yes. Have, have you seen his stat line? No. What's his stat line, Ben? Oh, uh, I sent I sent you one from one game here. Let me pull that up on my phone right quick. All right, but I'll, I'll talk about uh, – overseas real quick Luca I think has a real shot at the MVP because he's been playing overseas I'm so glad he's finally in shape and them them how far like or how hard other countries try at that is what I wish the U.S. would do I understand why they don't yeah. but yeah, I really love seeing Luca and guys like Giannis thrive over there yeah Giannis he one game on um August 9th he had 52 points 26 rebounds 14 assists nine blocks five for seven for three and a 19 for 24 field goal percentage. Oh, my God. Yeah, that man, is wild. That's crazy. It's almost like, um, what, quadruple double? Yes, bro. That is insanity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's the greatest player in the world right now, in my opinion. Do you have? Do you think LeBron or KD's like the best in the world? Or do you think Giannis is right now? Um, Right now, Giannis is showing that. But I still have KD. Okay. His talent is just generational for sure his length and his scoring abilities is nothing we really seen before i respect so, that i have kd up there i respect that well bryce it's time for you to give us your number one eastern conference team going into next year well for my number one i have the um philadelphia 76ers for sure james harden have you, i don't know how if you've seen the pictures of him yes yeah shape like he's cut up and everything and them getting DeAnthony Milton and P.J. Tucker is huge. And basically, I'm going to say it, Joel and B got snubbed from the MVP race last year. Yes, he, he, he was the leading scorer of the um, NBA. Like, mm -hmm. honestly, I, I would say he's, he was the MVP last year. But I think he's going to come back with a vengeance this year and mm -hmm. it, maybe this year for sure. I think if Joel Embiid has another year like he did last year where he can stay healthy – He's going to go down as one of the greatest big men to ever play this game because you look at what he can do. He can dominate in the paint. He has a shot, a shack like domination down there, but he can take you to the outside. He can knock down that three. He can finesse you off the dribble. Just the bag that Joel has, all he has to do is stay healthy for the next two to three years, being the MVP hunt. I think he can be one of the greatest big men of all time. I have no problem with the 76ers up there, bro. I, I'm really high on them as well. Yeah.
And not to, not not only to mention that Tyrese Maxey, bro, he can take a huge leap. I mean, he's going into yep. I think his third year now, and he was one of the best three point shooters in the league last year. And along with the way he can push it and transition, it's really interesting. Yeah. Uh, since we're talking about Tyrese Maxey, I have a question for you. Hey, let's get it. Was, hey, look at this transition, man. Yeah, 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 I love this. It's like we planned it or something. Yeah, it's just <laughs> wild. <laughs> so. Out of these four players, who would you pick for the future? Would you pick Tyler Hero, Jordan Poole, Tyrese Maxey, or R.J. Barrett, who just got an extension on his rookie contract? I'm going to go Tyrese Maxey for all the reasons I just said. I, I think Tyrese Maxey, with his shooting ability, he shot the ball at 42% last year, which is absolutely outrageous. I could not believe my eyes because of how fast he is in the open court. I, when I think of Tyrese, I think of him pushing the ball in transition, quick twitch, fast twitch guy who can get to the rack as well. I think Tyrese, how, or Tyrese Maxey can be a multiple-time all-star in this league, and he may be able to be your – first or second guy on a championship team. He's going to be your third or fourth option on the 76er squad, but later down the line, Tyrese Maxey is a superstar in this league. Yeah. For me, I think Jordan Poole, just because interesting. He, he the year he had last year was great. And um Clay Thompson, I feel like once he starts falling, um, like going on a decline, the Warriors are going to trade him. And since they have Poole, Kaminga and Moses Moody, that's their future. And I feel like they're just going to put money in that future and see what goes. But yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Go ahead. Yeah, Jordan Poole's very versatile. Like, he can do everything. He's can shoot the three very well, and he can create his own shot. The NBA is like, if you can create your own shot, you have a place in this league. If it's coming off the bench or starting. Exactly, man. There's so much space everywhere. That's what I love about this league is that defensive three seconds. Like it keeps those big lugs out of the paint. So there's so much space to work with for these guards. Jordan Poole, especially, man. I have no problem with that. I was listening to Pick a Side podcast the other day. Shout out to them. They do a great job. And they were discussing like, if you're the Warriors, who would you like not pay? And it was between Clay Thompson, Jordan Poole, Andrew Wiggins, and all those guys. And they said, like, a lot of them said Clay Thompson. And, yeah. like, in my opinion, they won't ever trade Clay because Steph wants them there and they're going to do whatever Steph wants, rightfully so. But Clay Thompson should be the guy that they move off of, in my opinion. I know that's wild as hell to say, but if he has a year like last year, I have no problem with that. Yeah, yeah I can see that my team getting them if if they ever want to move away from them. Hey, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm yeah Speaking of that, I want to ask you about that. I know we didn't talk about this in prep, so I apologize if you're just now hearing this. I but um, the So Darvin Ham, there's a report that came out that Darvin Ham has talked to Russ and Patrick Beverly both after the Pat Bev trade. Because, you know, Russ, he was rumored to, you know, maybe they, they move on from him after they traded for Patrick Beverly. But – Darvin Ham approached them both and talked about them being in like the same lineup together, like the same five man rotation together. So that means that Russ is pretty much staying and he's probably going to be playing with Pat Bev. How do you feel about that? Like, do you have any reaction to that as a Lakers fan? I like it. I actually, I feel like Pat Bev is going to call out Russ. Like, man, what are you doing? Shooting these terrible shots. I actually like it because Pat Bev, he went to university of Arkansas. So he's our, um, Arkansas guy. So Pat Bev is a good pickup for us. And I feel like he's going to push 
LeBron, AD, and Russ to play to their full potential next year. So I love it. And I feel like those are two dogs egos that we need in a lineup to yes LeBron or AD's not in it. Yeah, for sure. My first reaction to it was like the lack of shooting between the two in the front court, but I didn't even think about like Pat Bev. It will definitely call him out, especially all those like defensive low lights that Russ had of him just like not even trying last year. That shit will not fly with Patrick Beverly on the court. So that's a great point. And I see, I see how you, you think with that. Um, let's move into this Donovan Mitchell stuff just to cap this whole show off. Uh, so apparently the Knicks, and the Utah Jazz on Sunday were close, closer than they ever been in trade discussions. Knicks president Leon Rose uh, set a deadline for Monday night to either extend R.J. Barrett or trade Donovan Mitchell. They couldn't get a trade done, unfortunately, even though they were super close. So they decided to give R.J. Barrett that four-year, $120 million extension. But Woosh says the trade still could happen. Bryce, what's your immediate reaction to all this? to the trade happening. I feel like Danny Ainge is going to ask for a lot. Unless they signed R.J. Barrett to trade him, I don't yeah. see it happening. And, but Donovan Mitchell, he did take the Utah Jazz out of his Twitter bio, so there's something to look look forward to. Um, I feel like if he's not with the Utah Jazz next year, he's not. I don't think he's going to the Knicks unless they really sign R.J. Barrett just to trade him. Yeah, I just don't know because I feel like I would feel the same way, but the Knicks have so many picks. I know Danny Ainge wants that right now. I mean, he got five from Minnesota. I think he could pull the more pull more from the Knicks. I think the Knicks are more desperate. RJ Barrett, I just didn't know the Knicks were like shopping him around like that. That's what surprised me more than anything. Cause we all knew that like Obi Toppin, Quentin Grimes, maybe like in all those picks, but RJ Barrett, that shit's huge, man. Let's say um sliding a little Julius Randle <laughs> and keeping RJ Barrett and um yeah, and Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, could be interesting. I don't know, but Jalen Brunson there too. Knicks, they just got an interesting ass off or season next season. It's going to be interesting for sure. Did you freeze up? No, no I'm good. Uh, you, you good? My fault. Anyways, I'll cut that out. <laughs> Bryce, to end this all off, you have a college football podcast. College football yeah. season week one opens up. We're not we're not counting week zero that 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 bullshit last week. No. Week one is this week. I want you. I, I first off, I want to plug that you had a podcast. So go ahead and say the name of your pod that you got. Um, it's the Swindon Rural University podcast is SRU for short. We're we're talking about um right now we're talking about each conference, but this week we're gonna um post our predictions for week one on what games to watch, and we might have a little betting in there for you if. If you're better, so come over and subscribe to us. Come watch us and like in a comment. Absolutely. I want to ask you one question. Had to plug that in. Glad we got it in. But I got one question. In my opinion, there's like no point of a college football season because I think Alabama is going to win it again this year with how how talented they are. Unfortunately, I love like I love college football. I honestly like it better than the NFL. But if you had to choose someone outside of Alabama to win the national title right now, who would you pick? What's the first team that comes to mind? So I've been talking about this with Will on my podcast. Ohio State, they still have C.J. Stroud, Jackson Smith, and Jigba. They have a high-flying offense, very – hey, they can score whenever they want to. And they're never 
lacking on defense. So Ohio State, I really see them having a um having a chance of winning this year if they beat Michigan and win the Big Ten this year. I agree. I think Ohio State, if it's not Alabama, Alabama, it's Ohio State for sure. Hopefully we can get that matchup in the national title game. But I'm gonna end it on that with the little football talk. Happy college football season. NFL is just 10 days away now as well. So football's right around the corner, but Hampton Hoops is gonna be here throughout it. Bryce, bro, thank you so much. I hope you have a fantastic night, brother. Thank you, man. See you soon. You know, I'm coming to Memphis.